0: social security keep pace with high inflation? Class action attorneys are investigating if an equity sharing agreement is actually a reverse mortgage loan. And one lender speaks out on navigating today's tough reverse mortgage market. These are your top reverse mortgage news stories for the week of March 27th. You're listening to Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for you, the reverse mortgage professional. The 8.7% cost of living adjustment for Social Security recipients in 2023 may not be enough to offset rising prices, that according to a recent column in Morningstar. It says reports are indicating that Social Security trust funds could be barreling toward insolvency by the year 2033. But they say there is a more immediate threat. While U.S. inflation remains high, Social Security's annual cost of living adjustment may not keep pace with those increasing prices, and that may leave some retirees worrying that that is not going to be enough to offset steep hikes in goods and services that they purchase. The challenge is to come up with an accurate number of the rate of inflation, and that's done each January, but how that will evolve over the next 12 months really depends, and that amount is going to be determined for that year. For example, the retiree cost of living adjustment calculation for 24 is going to be set in October 2023, says Morningstar. The calculation will be based on the Bureau of Labor Statistics release of the September 2023 Consumer Price Index for urban wage earners and also clerical workers. So if you receive Social Security payments, you may be concerned that those annual increases are simply not high enough. And inflation, which boosts what you pay for food, utilities, and other needs, will squeeze your monthly budget. Recent trends are not encouraging. In fact, in the last three years, Social Security benefits have not kept with the pace of inflation. That according to the Senior Citizens League. And even with the annual COLA increases, research shows that Social Security has fallen short by about $1,054 a year on average. This issue comes up with retirees, said Beth Lee Lundberg, a certified financial planner in Tinsborough, Massachusetts. They see how their benefits are affected by inflation. The threat to Social Security is an emotional issue and a financial issue. This is especially true for those on fixed income. In fact, 40% of seniors rely solely on Social Security for their retirement income, and inflation is eating away at their purchasing power. And depending on their age, Lundberg may suggest that they purchase more stocks, but what's notably missing from this article are potential sources of cash flow, such as reverse mortgages. ClassAction.org is asking residents of Florida, New York, or Ohio who entered into an equity sharing agreement with Unison to contact them. According to the organization's website, those attorneys are working with ClassAction.org and looking into whether Unison's home equity sharing agreements are actually reverse mortgage loans with usurious interest rates. And if so... It's possible a class action lawsuit could be filed on behalf of those homeowners. If entered, it could help those homeowners get money back that they may have been improperly charged and potentially force Unison to change how it does business. Classaction.org claims that though Unison represents that its contracts with the homeowners are not loans, the attorneys are investigating whether the agreements qualify as reverse mortgage loans under certain state laws and whether Unison has met those laws requirements for reverse mortgage lenders. ClassAction.org claims that some homeowners may have been misled about the nature of Unison's home equity sharing agreements and potentially paid excessive interest rates to unauthorized lenders. Now those attorneys want to hear from those who signed the contracts as they work to determine whether a class action lawsuit can be filed to help them regain some of their money. ClassAction.org states that Unison represents itself as a real estate investment company and advertises its home equity sharing agreement as an alternative to a reverse mortgage loan that allows the homeowner to unlock the equity in their home without monthly payments, interest, or additional debt. Similar to a reverse mortgage, Unison's equity sharing agreement allows the homeowner to, quote, convert a portion of their existing home equity to cash via a lump sum payment from Unison, who then places a lien on the property. At the end of the agreement, which lasts 30 years at the most, the homeowner must pay back the amount they received, plus or minus a percentage of the home's change in value. According to Unison.com, the agreement ends when the homeowner either sells the property or buys out Unison's investment. Despite Unison's representations that it's a financial arrangement and it's not a loan, there is reason to suspect that some of the home equity sharing agreements may qualify as reverse mortgages and should be regulated as such, stipulates class action. And in our final story for the week, Reverse Mortgage Daily interviewed one lender who is navigating today's very tough and challenging reverse mortgage market, but there may be a change. RMD interviewed Omar Anabi, who is a co-founder and branch manager of NCAR. And while it may take time for the industry to adjust to our current reality caused by macroeconomic conditions, there are similarities to draw upon between this and other down years, says Anabi. According to many lenders in the space, NCAR is dealing with a reduction in volume compared to the height of the pandemic. Volume is down slightly, said Anabi, but we do see things starting to get a little bit better. The last six months have been tough, but we've made a lot of changes. We've scaled back our staff and our exposure to risk, so I think we've made a lot of smart moves to survive this market. It feels a lot like a prolonged 2018. Anabi's reference will come as no surprise to experienced reverse mortgage professionals that have been with us in the industry for a number of years. The beginning of the calendar year 2018 was very scaled back when it came to reverse mortgage volume. That in the wake of HUD's reduction of principal limit factors or the ratio of how much money a qualified reverse mortgage borrower could get with a home equity conversion mortgage. What makes our current market conditions quite unique from 2018, however, is the fact that we have much higher interest rates, yet we still have those October 2017 reductions in the principal limit factor for HACM loans. However, Omar Anabi points at one silver lining, and that is certain volume aspects appear to be shifting, he says, to more favorable positions. The volume is beginning to pick back up, not so much in funding, but we're seeing an increase in the number of applications. And that has been reflected in FHA case number assignments that we saw spike just recently. Anabi said, I think partly having it come at all at the end of the year made loans bad to write. Even in good market conditions, you see applications dip down at the end of year since everyone wants to wait until after the holidays. So it's just that conjunction with rising interest rates and the lowering of the PLFs and bad pricing. It's all a culmination of bad events. However, Anabi sees 2023 as a year of progress, even for him, if that means breaking even for profitability. I don't think we're going to see the industry grow because the Fed is raising rates a little too fast for the PLFs to keep up, he said, but I think that the demand is as high as ever and that there's still a ton of people that need this product. Thank you for joining us for today's episode of Heckam World Weekly, the nation's only weekly podcast for reverse mortgage professionals. Apple users can listen and subscribe on iTunes. If you have not been to HeckamWorld.com, be sure to go there today because we have a brand new exclusive interview, part one of two. With two wealth planners that discuss why there is so much resistance against reverse mortgages and retirement income planning amongst financial advisors and how we as an industry can better communicate with financial professionals. You don't want to miss it. We look forward to seeing you next week for more reverse mortgage news on the go.